When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to this Story Story podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away and will bring you back safely. I sat on the wall near the library and watched a little boy who was squatting next to the river with a rock pressed to his ear. Water ran down his arm and dripped into the stream, creating little ripples across the surface. He giggled. Not the giggle that should be worrisome, but the natural giggle of a child who's heard something funny. He put down the rock, carefully, like he was putting down a little creature. He looked at the rocks around his feet, chose another one, lifted it to his ear, and listened. Then looked at it. He carefully turned it around in his hand, then tossed it across the water, letting it skip and dance a few times before it plopped below the waves. He waved at the ripples. You're welcome! The first teller for this episode is Nora Dooley, storyteller as well as an educator, critically acclaimed children's author and creator of Stories Live. She's the co-founder of MassMouth.org and the Greater Boston Story Slam series. She tells a classic tale of neighbors sharing an accidental gift in The Mitten. The Mitten. Little Miss Mouse was walking on her very cold feet, and her tail was like a pink icicle dragging behind her. She saw the first snow of winter reflect deep pink in a fading sunset. Oh, she was out deeper in the wood and deeper in that snow than she ever thought she would be. Little Mouse could not find her nest. But then she came upon a fine wool mitten. It was red with white designs, and it smelled so good and looked so inviting and warm that Miss Mouse went right into it, and no sooner had she snuggled and buckled and squinched her cold self in right up to the tip of her icy tail when a snowshoe rabbit came pounding and bounding by and stopped right in front of the mitten. The snowshoe rabbit poked his shivery wiggly nose inside and asked, Room for one more? My feet are cold. Well, Miss Mouse thought to herself, In for a penny... In for a pound, it's warmer inside, with more friends around. And so, she invited him in. Come on in! She jiggled and wiggled, and the good wool mitten stretched. Well, no sooner had that snowshoe rabbit snuggled and buggled and squinched his large back feet in, when a mole popped her head up through the snow and shook her frozen nose at the mitten and its guests, and she asked, Room for one more? It's a cold dig I've been on. And little Miss Mouse thought, In for a penny, in for a pound, It's warmer inside, 
with more friends around. She said, sure, come on in. And the animals jiggled and wiggled, and that good wool mitten stretched. And no sooner had the mole snuggled and had she buggled her and squinched her diggers and her cold nose in when an owl swooped down to the mitten, seeing too much to eat in one sitting and a warm place for his cold long legs, the owl asked, Room for one more? It's so cold high up in the trees. And little Miss Mouse thought, Nope, in for a penny, in for a pound. It's warmer inside with uh, predators around. But she invited the owl in. Come on in. The animals jiggled and wiggled, and the good wool mitten stretched. Well, no sooner had that owl snuggled and buggled and squinched his cold legs inside that mitten when a fox, who was following the interesting scent which drew her to the mitten, said, Oh, room for one more. The air is cold, and I am sleepy. And little Miss Mouse thought, Oh, in for a penny, in for a pound. It's warmer inside. I mean, it is warmer inside, after all. I mean, it is, uh, even with predators around. So she invited the fox in, and all the animals juggled and jiggled and wiggled, and the good wool mitten stretched. And no sooner had that fox snuggled and buggled and squinched her long tail and sleepy head in the mitten when a big bear, looking for a den, felt a warm breeze coming from the mitten, and, and he said, without a buy-or-leave, Ha! There's room for one more! And all the animals roared, No more! And little Miss Mouse thought, oh, I'm in for a penny and in for a pound, but really? Well, snout first came that bear. He stuck his nose right in, and the rest of him followed. And he turned around, and all the animals jiggled and wiggled, and they squashed, and they squeezed, and they squidged, and the good wool mitten stretched. Well, no sooner had that bear snuggled and buggled and squinched his big bottom self in, when a cricket caught out of season and creaking with cold and hopping along in the snow, that cricket caught sight of the bulging mitten and asked most politely, though no one could hear her, room for one, one very little and very cold more? And without waiting for an answer, the cricket jumped inside and landed right on the bear's nose. Well, that tickled and teased. It peeked and it peeved the bear. And ah, 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 choo! That bear sneezed so whopping, so whacking, and so wide. He sneezed so hard, so deep, and so strong. It blew the mitten back to yarn. And all the animals flew north, south, east and west, except for little Miss Mouse. She collected up the yarn and brought it to her nest. And that's the story of the mitten. Today's fairy tale sponsor is 13th Fairy Spinning Wheels. 
Some people tire of watching wheels go round and round. Some people really love to watch them roll. Here at 13th Fairy Spinning Wheels, a quaint little shop in a kingdom far, far away, you can find the spinning accessories you need to clothe your family and manage your fickle teens. With a wide inventory of drop spindles to spinning wheels, there is also a special section of enchanted needles to help your adolescent sleep through the tricky teen years. 13th Fairy Spinning Wheels. Watch the wheels and wonder. We have a new review from iTunes titled, So Great! Five Stars by Kristen Hertz, who writes... I've been searching for great stories told well for a long time and finally found Story Story. Yay! Long car rides with our four-year-old are so much better. Thank you. The stories are interesting to both my husband and me as well. And the storytellers are superb. Thank you for leaving this review, Kristen Hertz. It helps other story lovers find and enjoy the podcast, and I totally agree. The storytellers are pretty amazing. The boy picked up another stone and put it to his ear. His face became quite serious as he listened. Then he looked at some ducks bobbing on the water a ways downstream. Looking at the rock, he protested, I won't do that. He placed it down carefully. Walking over to a larger rock, he leaned and put his ear on it, giggling. Really? He looked up at me. It wants you to throw it in. I decided to go along with it. Strolling over to the rock, I squatted down and lifted. The boy grinned and danced from foot to foot in anticipation. Giving it my best heave-ho, I flung it into the air and it soared, coming down with a huge splash. The ducks flapping and quacking, water droplets spraying across the two of us. I laughed, and the boy looked satisfied at the water, his hands on his hips. That's exactly what it wished for. Thank you. Rachel Harrington is a longtime listener of the podcast and a teller based in New York City. Her work has taken her around the globe, presenting imagination-infused performances and workshops for all ages in theater and art spaces, community groups, schools, preschools, and as a guest lecturer at Rutgers University. This is her telling a tale for the season from another perspective in Gifts for a King. First Christmas tree. There once was a forest where many pine trees grew. Most of the trees were tall like skyscrapers, but there was one little tree that was not so tall. In fact, the tree was no taller than most children. The tall trees could see far out over the hills, and they could hear everything that was happening in the world. But the little tree was so small that it couldn't see or hear much of anything. The tall trees were kind, though, and they would stoop down and tell the little tree everything they saw and heard. One winter night, something strange seemed to be happening in the town below them in the hills. The tall trees didn't go to sleep. Instead, they stayed up and whispered to each other. The little tree didn't know what was happening, and so it asked its neighbor, Please, tell me what's going on. 
Well, said the tall tree, there are shepherds talking to angels. There's music in the air. And there's a crazy bright star traveling westward in the sky. It's going to stop over a stable in the town of Bethlehem, but I don't know why. The tall tree stood up to listen again, and the little tree thought to itself, Oh, I wish I could see everything. The little tree waited, and a deep peace came into the forest. Then suddenly a great light lit up the forest and the town below, and the angels' wings could be heard fluttering, and the whole world, even the stars in the sky, filled with great music. The forest was filled with such excitement that the little tree felt confused and afraid. Finally, the tall tree bent down and told the little tree, I have so much to tell you. A baby has been born in the stable in Bethlehem, and he is the Christ child. There is sweet music and wise men traveling to give gifts to the baby. The angels, too, are coming to earth to give gifts of gold and jewels and... Look, here they come through the forest on their way to Bethlehem. Stretch tall, little tree, and you can see... The little tree stretched as tall as it could possibly stretch and, oh, they're coming toward me. And because the little tree still felt afraid, it bent low to the ground. The music of the angels came closer and closer to the little tree until at last it felt a gentle hand on its branches. An angel's voice said, look up, little tree. We've come through the forest looking for you. Yes, you, the littlest tree in the forest, will be our gift bearer. The little tree looked up and saw love in the angel's face, and it wasn't afraid anymore. Yes, said the little tree, I will go with you to the stable. And so the angels placed their gifts of gold and jewels on the branches of the little tree, and the leader of the angels picked up the little tree from the ground and carried it to the feet of the Christ child. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Nora Dooley and Rachel Harrington on the internet. Tell them you heard them on the podcast, and now want to hear them tell more stories. You can find me and the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Story Story Podcast or Rachel Ann Harding. The inspiration for the true fairy tale was a story seed from Laura Packer. You can find her lovely story and writing prompts by looking her up on social media. Check out the ads for the fairy tale sponsors and let me know the favorite story you've heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. This podcast is made possible by patrons like you. If you'd like to become a supporter of the podcast or discover sponsorship opportunities, you can find links on storystorypodcast.com. If it isn't in the cards to support the podcast right now, no worries. Perhaps you'd be willing to go write a review on iTunes, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the podcast. Head over to the website and join the mailing list for hidden goodies. And if you tune in, you'll hear more stories next week. But until then, live happily ever after. Mary Kate opened up the door, and there, on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth 
had got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music 